money. It comes with a lot of questions, and Fidelity can help you get answers. Visit fidelity.com slash blackwealth to learn more. When you're filling out your paperwork and it comes to that part where it says address, right? Don't use your personal address because everything that you fill out with the Secretary of State, you fill out with the IRS, people can Google it. And if Google, not you Google, and people will Google it, okay? They will look you up, certified, bona fide, and your address will pop up there. So a, a good solution, what we're recommending is that you use a virtual address, okay? And this will help you keep your personal information private. It'll keep your address off the big old web, okay? You look more like a professional. And it's a secured, fixed address. And guess what? The mail that's going there can be forwarded to you. So it's like an all-in-one, okay? Now, I know it's some shade out there by our postal, but there are some people that have great success with it, okay? You can go back and check on the um, study hall for some suggestions or the work uh, workbook, the participant work guide is what I like to call it. So again, when you get this business telephone number, the same that you did with the virtual um, business, Make sure that you get a different a different telephone number other than yours. I don't want it ringing to your cell phone unless you have like dual numbers and you could probably get that from your carrier. This keeps your personal information private and you look like a professional, okay? So another helpful hint too, when you do get your business um, telephone number, be sure to register it with 411, okay? It helps people to find you when they search in your entity and it just, when they say people find you, the banks, they do their research too, okay? So if you are um, Googleable or searchable, banks will definitely open up the door and say, welcome, come on in. We have other products behind these other doors, okay? Just keep that in mind, especially when we're out here building these relationships with banks. So this course we're going to go over the LLCs real quick. This course, um, you know, recommends that you choose an LLC as the entity type, which lets you take advantage of the benefits of both a corporation and a partnership business structure, okay? Now, to register your LLC, you need to submit your articles of incorporation or formation. You can choose to have a service set this up for you, or you could do the DIY method that we went through in, in this course, um, you know, if you want to use a free service, totally up to you, okay? Nobody's judging you. You could do it on your own, however you want to set this up. Just know that, you know, there is a fee sometimes associated with filing your business with the state, okay? Um, so just keep that in mind. So even if you use a free setup service, they're still going to have to charge you the fee that you're setting your, the state, the fee that the state charges that you're going to set your LLC up in, okay? So even though everything else is free, you're still going to have to pay for that, regardless of how you set your business up, all right? So I want to know what state are you um, dropping or creating your LLC in? What state are you creating it or have you created it in? You could drop that in the chat for me. Indianapolis, I might be coming at it somewhere, Tennessee. Michigan, Nevada. Come on, Nevada, with y'all no, no, is it no uh, tax? Yeah, I think y'all like the no tax state or something, right? Like Delaware. 
Michigan, Texas, yes. DC. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all know me. I love me some DC. Come on, come on. I love me some DC. Colorado. Awesome, awesome. Only federal Texas. Yep. That's exactly why I go a little bit down the street and around the corner and over the bridge, right to Delaware. Boom. So, okay. Just, um, you know, quick question to see if you remember some of your articles of info, articles of, of formation information, right? I just want to make sure that you know that. So just real quick, what's the difference between a member managed and a manager managed um, LLC? Like when you um, put those people, designate those people, do you guys remember the difference between a member managed and a manager managed when you choose your business? So, yep. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna give some other people a chance to type in because I'm a slow typer myself. So member equal partners. Okay. I likes it. I likes it. I likes that. Anybody else want to take a stab at it? What's the difference between a member managed and a manager managed setup for your business when you're choosing? Come on, Whitney, what you saying? Member managed is controlled by the member and the manager managed is controlled by the appointed manager. Come on, come on people, she said it. You must be got, you must, you must have my notes. It's cool, but I'm gonna say it anyway. So a member managed is where all the owners of the LLC have a voice in how the business will operate. Everybody has a voice. A manager managed is where you elect one or more members to make the decisions for the company or select a professional company or persons. So ding, 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 my peoples, you got it, you got it. So which is gonna be the choice for you when you set up your business or which one did you choose when you set up your business? Now I'm just being flat out newsy, okay? Cause we sharing, cause we gonna help somebody tonight. Which one did you choose for your business? A member managed? <laughs> Solo YOLO. I got you. I'm not mad at you. Okay. Holding company is a manager, manager managed. Yep. Manager managed. Member. Okay. Listen, you have to choose the right structure for your business. Some people are a little bit further along. Some people are just starting out. Some people already got clients before they even got a business. And some of us are looking for clients, <laughs> okay? Just being real. All right, so as you set up your LLC, you need to obtain your EIN. Again, if you are new and I'm going too quick, I'm sorry, we have replays for you and we have a study hall. So feel free. I'm talking about there are tons of well-experienced people. I'd have read through all those threads. They are amazing, okay? So just remember, just like your social security number, um, your business needs an EIN. That's kind of like your business's social security number. And you can establish this document by going to the IRS um, website and it's free. 
it's free. So if you go somewhere and somebody try to charge you, they can because you're using their services. But if you do it on your own, it's free. Just putting that out there, okay? The state, you got to pay some states, but the Fed is free, okay? So you need to create an operating agreement, which tells how your business is going to be run. These are just you know, some things that we need. And so think of it as laying like your business foundation, okay? Many states have a, like a default operating agreement when businesses fail to create one. So let's say you get real busy, you got all these clients and you're running and you're hustling and you're doing all these things and you forget to create one. Maybe you're in one of those states where they already have a default one. I know my state probably is not one because I went in the bank and the bank created one for me. So yay me. Um, so, but don't rely on that though. Don't, don't get too, um, you know, caught up in business that you're not taking care of your fundamentals and your foundation. So you definitely want to establish this on your own. And we're going to be doing bank banking. So you definitely want to make sure that you have one, okay? You can update your operating agreement at any time. This is an internal document. So you can, you know, change it to say, um, you know, we're going to be doing, you know, quarterly taxes, but this is just the operation of your business, okay? This is an internal document. This is not something that everybody's going to be scrutinized and looking at like that, all right? But you do want to have one. Earners, what's going on? Listen, EYLU is relaunching, revamping, retooling. That's right. We're creating a new educational experience that's more expansive. Shari, tell me what we got. Yes, 2023. We got a lot in store, a lot planned for you guys. So you know that EYLU already includes monthly financial planning calls with me, book club calls with Troy, real estate calls with MG, the mortgage guy, access to the home buying blueprint, volume one and volume two. Part of the revamp will include 27 local chapters from across the United States, live interactive teaching, hands-on, not just pre-recorded videos, plus 15 brand new curriculums. The biggest just got bigger. Head over to EYLUniversity.com. That's E-Y-L-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y.com. See you there.